career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. Hey guys, it's time for another episode of 40 Plus Real Man Real Talk, and sometimes we get like kicked in the ass, and well, we get kicked in the ass a lot as men, but um, we really get kicked in the ass by our own stuff, and by other people's stuff, and by life, and by work, and relationships, and kids, and uh, then you're suddenly wiped out just saying all that, and then you realize sometimes you just got to kick in and weather the storm, and today I have a friend of mine, good friend of mine, mentor of mine that I have worked with off and on for years, he's been on my other podcast and he and I both talk a lot about this stuff because we get into the midst of how do you get by and his name is Mark Asquith and he talks funny because he's from Britain so um, bear with it but um, he and I have talked a lot about what do you do as a guy when you're like everything is like covering you up in fact before we got on here today we were talking about getting life stuff done when you're busy in your career and we thought this would be a really great subject to like just dive in and go what do you do to weather the storms of life so Welcome, mate. How you doing? Thank you, mate. You sounded Australian when you said I know. I, like I said that. mate instead of, you know, whatever, you know. I did kind of do it, but I like that. Uh, I'm most people the international that, flavor thing, you know. So most people that when they go they they they, they go uh, English on me, but when when someone with a US accent goes English, they automatically sound Australian. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So um, so anyway, man, you've been doing this a while, like going through weather and storms ever since, you know, you were younger and figuring things out and you know, all this sort of stuff. So what do you do, man, when the when the storms of life start really hitting and you're just like, fuck, what am I going to do? Do you know, it's one of those weird things where um, nothing, we, we, we know about this, we've talked about this before, and I'm sure no one listening believes anything to the contrary, but it, it's, it's never as bad as you think. Like, shit is never as bad as you think, but in that moment, it's the worst thing that ever happens. And mm. I always kind of say this to myself and say this to other people that are, you know, they're around me dealing with shit, and it's, you know, time is going to heal everything. It really is. And you might have some regrets and you might have some problems and you might have, have various things you may look back and think, ah, you know, okay, I did fuck that up. But it kind of doesn't matter because you make these decisions for the reason. Now, the, the, the biggest thing that I think we can get wrong, especially when we're making decisions, when we get a little later in life, like I'm, I'm at the minute um, 37, which I know is not over 40, so I apologize, everyone. But when I, you know, he's you an get, exception to my rule. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel I yeah. kind of feel bad about that. Um, maybe yeah, we should just hold this for three years. Don't publish oh, it. Oh hell no! <laughs> By then, both you and I'll be doing something different. So <laughs> yeah, true that. But it's 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 one of those things where you you get older and you you kind of um, you you start to be able to separate decision making based on a whim and based on how you're feeling in the moment to something that is deep rooted and unsettled that flips and you you make a decision quickly but it's not a quick decision, if that makes any sense. You know, yeah, and I've been yeah. through it. Like I'm a divorced guy, 37, was married for three years, made what felt like a really quick snap decision to, to kind of break things off. And now I look back at it, it wasn't a quick decision at all. It was actually really a co complete accumulation of everything. 
complete accumulation of everything. And it's just the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yep. And you kind of, you've been making your decisions for years. And it was the same when I quit my job. It was the same when I shut my agency down and to focus on tech. And it's not, it's not easy to accept that decisions can be made quickly mm-hmm. because we're taught that quick decision-making can be really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of those things where you've got to start to listen to yourself. You've got to learn about yourself. You've got to understand how you think because, you know, the, what, what's worse in my view, you know, is, is getting to kind of 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 years old and looking back yep. and thinking, do you know what? I, just, I didn't make that decision because I was scared. Not because all that rationalization shit that I put myself through saying that I was being irrational in mm-hmm. deciding and that I was giving myself uh, an easy way out and all that kind of shit. Like if something's not working, you just stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm always, it's a funny one because I'm always kind of in, 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 in one foot in each camp when it comes to like, let's say um, like mediation in a marriage or let's say, you know, talking it through with business partners when it's really not working. One foot says to me, you shouldn't run away from that and you shouldn't bail on it. But the second foot always says, life's too fucking short for this crap. Exactly. You know, and there's a billion and billion and billion people on the planet, you know, and you are going to be, even if you found your perfect match in yep. business, in life, there's a hundred thousand more people that would be just as perfect a fit. Mm-hmm. You just haven't found another one of them. And well, it's, I think the perfect fit thing is it's, it's, it's the perfect fit for where you are in that moment. It could be in a year, five years, 10 years. It's not the perfect fit anymore. I mean, I think this is why we evolve as humans. And if we don't give ourselves that, that levity and that permission to go, you, you and I talk a lot about permission in my world. And um, if you don't give yourself permission to go evolve, then yeah, you're going to live with regrets. You're going to not make these decisions. And the snap decision thing, I think is huge because I don't think we use that term so freaking often, but I honestly don't believe that any decision is a snap decision because there's always substance behind it that says, okay, I'm going to do this. There's absolutely a reason we do what we do. It may be, it may feel like it's quickly made, but you didn't just decide, okay, I'm going to, I'm not going to eat that today. No, you decide you're not going to eat that today because you've been feeling like a fat slob for weeks. <laughs> so you're going to change something in that moment. You don't just decide, okay, I'm done with this relationship in the snap moment. No, because there's something that has happened over and over again. Even if you didn't talk about it, something has led you to those decisions. And I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm weird. Maybe there's going to be some guy who's going to get pissed off at me listening to this and go, I have all these snap decisions. Well, good. Then that's what you do. It's just you're right. I, th- I think you, yeah, I think you're absolutely right, man. I think you don't, you, I don't think you do make snap decisions because you've accumulated knowledge and experience and you've accumulated ethics and values and things right. you like and dislike. And you're not making snap decisions because, you know, you're basing it on an instant appraisal of any given situation. And the, the only difference is the gravity of the decision. Yep. You know, the ability to kind of leave a business relationship, or leave a marriage, or or decide to move to the other end of the country to pursue something, which means you're not going to see your kids. You know, whatever that is, it's based on, on, like you said, the evolution of you. Now, an interesting perspective, or certainly an interesting thing to think about when you're considering things like a bold move, and when you're thinking about you know, let's be honest, we get to 35, we get to 40, 45, 50, 60. We don't have the amount of time left to mess around overthinking things. We simply do not have the time. 
mm-hmm. to do that because life is moving at a pace. Yep. And, and I think when you evolve, you know, you, you, I think being aware of how you have evolved and what you have evolved into mm-hmm. is one of the most important pieces of self-awareness that any guy can have because you start to realize what you're willing to put up with and based yep. on how you want to feel, based on how you want to exist and how you want your mornings to be and how you want your evenings to be and how you want your day at work to be and how you want your lunches to be and how you want that holiday or that vacay to be. You know, you, mm-hmm. you develop a set of parameters yep. where you decide that you want to live in a house that's got no neighbors because people piss you off or mm-hmm. you decide that you want to live in a community that's full of neighbors because you love people. You can't, you can't try and shoehorn yourself into something. So if you're in a situation where you're getting hammered, you're getting battered, you, you've got to weather all this crap all the time. I think you've got to then look inwards and say, do you know what? Is this within the acceptable bounds of the parameters that I've evolved to? You know, yep. Have I set myself these boundaries up and does this life that I've given myself and any component within that life, any part of that life, does it hit the mark? Does it fit mm-hmm. within these parameters? Because if it doesn't, I probably got to change something mm-hmm. and, and it's been, you know, being hammered for, for example, making a decision. Let's say you decide to quit your job um, or you, you, you know, you become an executive, you're, you're very, very well paid. You get to the C level and what happens is you think this is crap. I can't yep. deal with this anymore. I'm not, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done with the red tape. I'm done being a middleman. I'm done just shepherding people around. I can't do this anymore. You know, you you don't worry so much about yourself because at the point that you think maybe I'm done with this, yep. you are done with it. That is, it's just then a runway, mm-hmm. and the, the the length of that runway depends on how big your tolerance is for dealing with other people's shit. Yep. When it comes to that decision, but I think if you evolve and you you you're willing to weather that and say, look, these are the parameters that I've set myself. Being in the C-suite now doesn't fit into these parameters. You suddenly start to realize that once you've made that decision and you talk to people about it the level of crap that you got to deal with very, 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 very quickly dissipates because you yeah. know what? No one really gives a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they move on to the next bit of gossip or they, yeah. they've, they've judged you at that point and, you know, it's, it, it, it's done for them. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's out of their life. They don't care. Mm-mm. So I think when you're weathering so much crap on a day-to-day basis, I think it kind of wears your willpower down a little bit. I think your decision-making becomes stymied a little bit. I think you kind of, you almost find yourself um, adding decisions into the mix. So if your decision is to leave the C-suite, you add other decisions into that mix. Like, well, actually, what if I did this instead? What if I, or maybe I should just choose whether or not, I've got to get this holiday out of the way first, or we've got to get Christmas done, or we've got to get, get the kids off to college first. You know, you mm-hmm. put other decisions in the way of making the actual decision. And I think that's, it's scary as hell to do it and to call it out and to say, you know, this is me being afraid of doing X, Y, and Z. But right. I think if you can do that, one of the, I think one of the big, the big things that you learn as you get older is, is, is how to get to the core of what you're actually yes. trying to say. And if you can be aware of that and cognizant to that fact, you will make better decisions quickly. And, 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 and all the shit that we weather, like you've been through the ringer, I've been through it. We've yep. all had our own crap to deal with. When you look mm-hmm. back at it, like, was it that bad? Mm-hmm. Really? It probably wasn't as bad as we thought. When you look back, you're like, you know, that, you know I, I dealt with three months of crap, but look how happy right. I am now. Right. So and that's, 
and I, I know for me, that is part of the reason this podcast even became part of the mix in my life is because I have been able to look back at so many things that I thought, oh my God, this, that was so fucking huge and so unbearable. And I'm like, but yes, but I'm still here. And this is why I wanted to have these kind of conversations because no matter what we're going through, it doesn't matter if us guys were like, okay, we're battling the bulge or, you know, we're sucking at our work or we've got erectile dysfunction, whatever it is. None of this is as big as we want to make it unless we just make it really big. And the bigger you make it, the worse it's going to feel because we're creating it. And yes, there's going to be other people who will contribute to that. I mean, as I came out of the closet, there were a lot of people who were contributing to that. But the moment I started going and you don't matter, <laughs> you don't get to have any say in how I feel about this. That's when I started to let go of so much crap. And I think for most men, I'm not saying that women don't go this, but most men, we've been so conditioned that, okay, we just got to take this on and this is how we do it. We're going to push through it. We're going to be men about this. Fuck that. Just do what you want to do and, and get through it and stop beating yourself up. If you're like, okay, this really sucks. Yeah, it does suck. So let it suck get through it and move on. And I believe that's what we're getting at with this whole weather and weathering the storm concept is realize it's not as bad as it seems. You're going to get through it and you got to let the decision making just become part of the overall plan. Okay. I made this decision and yes, we don't know the outcome because nothing's certain, but for now this seems like the place to go. This is what I'm doing. And I know I did it with this podcast. You know, you and I were talking about it and Mark's actually been my mentor, helping me get my podcasts up and going and popular and all this sort of stuff. And I, the day I said, yep, we're doing this podcast. He's like, okay, cool. It would kind of came out of left field, so to speak. But I'm like, no, I feel like this is the space to go be. And I'm not looking back. And I think that's what we as guys need to do more of. It's like, we're going to make the decision. We're going to go. We don't know what's going to happen. And a lot of times those decisions are going to come in the times when life is the stormiest. Yeah, definitely. And you, you can only you can only do what you can do in that moment. I think one yep. of the big things that people do wrong, in my view, and I'm talking uh, from experience and, 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 and wrong from a subjective perspective. But what I'm what I'm talking about here is um, when you think that doing something short term because you just need to do it will affect the long term in such a way. So what I mean by this is that you might think to yourself, like with me, when I, you know, when I, when I, when I, I broke up with my wife and went through the mm -hmm. whole divorce proceedings, I was like, oh, fuck, like this is a problem. Yep. Do you know what actually it wasn't? Because the long term didn't change. My view right. is long term. My goals long term. They have not deviated. They have not shifted. But I, what I did do is I was able to free myself from the 35, 40% of my life where I felt weakened, where I felt dampened, where I felt like I'd lost myself. Yep. And then suddenly, that other 65, 60% didn't disappear. That was always going to be the big strategic play. You know, my, my bigger picture had yep. never changed. But for the short term, I was able to be that other person, you know, reactivate mm -hmm. some things that I'd lost and be a, a person that I wasn't during that time frame. And, and I think what I'm trying to say with that is that it's all right to give your attention to the things that you've not given the attention to for a long, long time. And to let those things breathe, knowing full well that just because you're doing that, just because you're feeding this right now and it's cathartic and you need to go and let off some steam or travel or pick up that guitar again after 20 years uh -huh. or, or, or go and see something that you never thought you'd see or do whatever you want to do. Just because you're doing that, you're not betraying the longer term. You're not having a damn midlife crisis. All you're doing right. 
You're saying, do you know what? I'm reactivating some things that I've not been able to get to. And, and that's what you need to do to, to kind of, it's almost reset. You bring yep. yourself back to zero so that you can build back upon that. And that to me sounds like the perfect place for us to say, that's a wrap. I love that. <laughs> like literally the reactivating and just realizing it isn't the long term. This is, you're just reactivating. And it could become the long term. You could do something. You could pick up the car and the, re the rest of your life, you play the guitar and it brings you joy and whatever it may be. But allowing yourself to reactivate something is almost always one of the best ways to weather the storm. So, uh, see, I told you guys he talked funny, but we'll, we'll let it happen. So. <laughs> All right, really bro. quick. <laughs> Love having you on once again for your wisdom and we'll have every way for you to connect with Mark. He's got a great personal brand as well as being a really cool bloke that does some amazing stuff for the podcasters and business guys. But um, thanks for being here, buddy. Thank you, man. Always a pleasure. Much love, dude. Appreciate this. That's a wrap for 40 plus real men, real talk where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus real men, real talk where the conversations continue.